It's the RU Review, episode number two at moresportsnow.com, sponsored by LG Insurance. I'm Steve Titchener in our Jersey studio. And on the line, I have Matt Lachlan. John McAlevey is out this week. Let me set this up, Matt. No, no RU fan or observer was expecting them to go to East Lansing and win that football game, even with a new coach uh, for, for Michigan State. The whole, we know the whole story. But what a huge debut uh, for Greg Schiano. It, it just went phenomenally well for Rutgers. And, and listen, that opening drive was critical, I thought. In terms of when they marched down that field and scored, a lot of people are saying, who is this team? Just not used to seeing a Rutgers team ready to play football, as we said they would be. That's one thing about Greg Schiano teams. They were ready to play football and they showed it by driving down for that first score, which set the tone of that game and was really uh, a, a really an important factor in the setup of the game. Well, as I said last week on the show, who knows what to expect, right? I mean, nobody really knew there was no spring practices. There was limited information coming out of any team's camps, so to speak. And nobody really knew what to expect other than Rutgers would be ready and that Rutgers would not shoot themselves in the foot. We didn't know what Michigan State has. As I I said, they were a team that was a bit on the decline. They had a new coach, first year, first game. Who knew? And what happened was Michigan State shot itself in the foot time and time and time and time. How many times do I have to get to? Nine? Something like that again. Seven turnovers. And so credit Rutgers. You know, the penalties were limited. Uh, they didn't break down by making mistakes on their end, and they, they generally took advantage of Michigan State's mistakes. So, yeah, fabulous opening. There is absolutely nothing that you could do or say to diminish that. Uh, there are things they need to improve on, without a doubt, but you could not have asked for a better debut is right. Or uh, re-debut. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, finally, the other team, Matt, wasn't ready to play. And I'll take that every week. I'm fine with that every week. You know, we we talked about this quite a bit at length in the uh, opening uh, episode about uh, being ready to play and not shooting yourself in the foot on, on, on the beginning of the game and, and your opening drive and such. And the fact that they just drove down the field, I thought was huge. And then the turnovers look. Uh, you know, some of the, there was a nice strip in there. There was, uh, the, the, you know, uh, Greg Schiano's teams are, have always been opportunistic. They're always very aggressive and, and they usually win the turnover battle. And if you win the turnover battle, you, you will be in good shape. And that's the, what he brings to his teams. And that's what we saw. Now, listen, yes, Michigan state made a lot of mistakes, but you know, as my friend, uh, you know, Bob Permati, big Penn state fan, a big observer of Big Ten football, watches every game he's really into. And he said he, he didn't want to hear it. He said, listen, Rutgers took the game to Michigan State. If Michigan State's not ready, that's their problem. And they were op- opportunistic, and they forced a lot of those turnovers. Now, yes, there was plenty of gifts in there, too. But with the, the bottom line is Rutgers was ready to play. They were ready to play, and we had not seen that under Chris Ash, not nearly enough. And in this case, yeah, without a doubt, you know, and listen, their confidence was going to be higher with Shiano in charge. I mean, he's got the resume, you know, Ash came in, you know, and, and, and what was his resume? He had worked at a big 10 school and he was going to bring all this and that, and it doesn't work out early. And confidence is an enormous factor uh, in sports. The, the belief that you can win, 
And certainly Michigan State thought they could win. There's no doubt they went into that game saying, hey, this is, is ours. And they, they might have overlooked Rutgers a little bit. I thought that would be a factor, too, this year, although it won't that. if they continue to so, show some success. Who knew it was going to be the first game, Matt? But you predicted well, that. Exactly. You said that. Maybe that's the one you, the one where the team overlooked them because you said that was going to happen. Perhaps it was, hey, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Listen, we had an afternoon as a Rutgers fan starving for that kind of performance. Really? Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, come oh, on. You can't fault it. And 21 straight losses, Big Ten losses, snapping that streak. I mean, it really, on the road, it was really huge. And if, if, if Michigan State is horrible this year and it turns out that they just can't get anything right, that's fine. Rutgers did what they needed to do. And, and I, I got to tell you, man, from just being a Rutgers fan, just starving for some, a, a performance like that. And, and it was just really, it really felt good to see them play well against a Big Ten opponent on the road. And especially in this situation, Matt, where, you know, Greg Schiano's back and it was just a great, great debut for him. It really was. And, and all of that on the road, too. We got to look at that, too. Um, maybe the perfect opponent, maybe the perfect situation. You know, uh, Mel Tucker, new coach for uh, Michigan State, didn't seem to have those guys ready to go. I'm sure he's getting a lot of heat in, in East Lansing uh, right now. But um, uh, I think and then now they got Michigan. So. Uh, you know, it, it could be a tough uh, road for, for Sparty, but, uh, you know, listen, a, a great performance by uh, Rutgers. And let's start with uh, Noah Vendral, who, who played very well. Uh, you, you, you called it, Matt. You said he was going to be the guy under Sean Gleason's system. He played, he played well. I mean, you know, a, a couple mistakes here and there, but, uh, you know, he controlled the ball. And again, that opening drive, I can't tell you how huge that was uh, scoring on that opening drive. And um, he showed uh, he showed that he can move around. He showed that he can be a, a problem for defenses, and, and that's important. And uh, and what we saw, we we saw, and Sean Gleason had a plan. And what we saw is a team that could move the ball, and and, and that was very important. You know, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, you know, the, the offensive line held their own. I mean, they were you know they did they weren't uh, opening gaping holes for Pacheco, but they held their own. But but, but Vendrell can move around enough where he can be a significant weapon. And also you could tell he's got the experience. He, uh, you know, he had that one bad interception. Yes, but um, he, he has, he has experience and he, uh, he, he played, uh, he played very well. Good debut for him for Rutgers. Without a doubt. And his ability to run is going to be advantageous because now you don't know. And he does a brilliant job, by the way, of disguising the handoff. So, uh, that's a skill that is easy to overlook, but now you've got uh, misdirection that works and his ability to run is going to certainly aid the Scarlet Knights cause. Now he's going to have to have a little bit more strength in his throwing arm, which that's not going to happen. You know, he, he's not going to be able to throw the 40 yard bullet, at least not what I saw on Saturday. Uh, his ball waffled a little bit and look, uh, it's just, it's just who he is. But the fact that he can run, can make those short passes certainly will benefit. He was under a lot of pressure. And so that offensive line is going to have to get better because the yeah. opponents will get better. Mm -hmm. So it's a very exciting start, but you know how sports is. It only lasts until kickoff on Saturday. And if Rutgers is not able to duplicate the effort, if Rutgers 
is not able to win. Now, I'm not saying they will. They're an underdog, even though they're at home. I don't think you can make much of home road at this point with few fans being allowed in building. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly there'll be nobody uh, at SHI stadium. So I don't know how much you make of that, but Indiana is the favorite. And if Rutgers doesn't perform, even if they lose, as long as they perform, you'd say, okay, we are on our way. If something happens and they don't, then it's not quite back to square one, but the bloom is off the early rose. I'm not suggesting that will happen, but you know, that's how sports is. Sure. I mean, if Rutgers is, this is Rutgers only win this year, uh, you know, is, is, is it going to be considered a success? So there's a building block there. It's an enormous building block. There are a lot of positives that came out of it, but it's going to have to be maintained. And one of the concerns was that the lines would get pushed around. I think the offensive line uh, held their own. Uh, the def- defensive line played very well. I mean, Julius Turner played very well. And I liked what uh, what Greg Schiano said afterwards. They were ta- he was talking about Julius Turner, and he was just talking about his specific skill set and what he can do well. He said he's a shorter defensive lineman with great hands. So he puts the he puts these guys in the position where they can compete with the uh, other team. And and so that's a big part of this and about him knowing the Big Ten and knowing what what needs to be done and then looking at a player's skill set. And he was talking, they even got Johnny talking about Johnny Langan too. He got Johnny Langan in there uh, as well, which, uh, which I thought was great on the other side of the ball. But, you know, the, the defensive line played very well. And, you know, and I said this last week, and it, it's the fact that Rutgers linebackers, they got a nice group of linebackers. You know, Tyshawn Fogg was all over the uh, field. Ola uh, Kunli uh, Fadakasi. Wow, that's a mouthful, huh? He was the defensive um, uh player of the week, co-defensive player of the week in the big 10. Yeah. He was all over the place. Uh, Muhammad yeah, recovered Tor- two fumbles. Yeah. Had a good game. Muhammad Torre is, uh, is uh, forcing fumbles. Deion Jennings is all over the field. Drew Singleton. I mean, they got a lot of good linebackers here. So this is, and then also defensive backs too. Avery young, Trey Avery, uh, the, um, uh, a lot of good players. The uh, Ohio state uh, transfer played uh, well too. He had a, he had an interception. So these guys, uh, uh, these guys look pretty good on defense and I think they can hold their own. And I think that that will be significant going up against Indiana uh, this week. So why don't we take a break? We'll hear from our sponsor LG insurance, and then we'll come back and then we'll talk about uh, the Indiana matchup at LG insurance agency. Our exceptional staff of agents shop seven insurance carriers to help you get the best pricing and value for your home, car, and business insurance. LG Insurance Agency is the destination for all of your insurance needs. LGinsuranceagency.com or search LG Insurance Agency. All right, we're back on moresportsnow.com. This is the RU Review I'm with Matt Lachlan, uh, and RU returns home to face number 17, Indiana. The kickoff's at 3.30 at SHI Stadium. Uh, they're 12-point underdogs. Uh, let's start. Hey, Matt, did you see the end of the, uh, the, the Penn State-Indiana game? You see that whole thing go down? I did. First of all, come on with, with, with Franklin. I mean, I was watching the game I, at, at, at work so I, I didn't have the sound on and I'm wondering why I was thinking like, why doesn't he just sit on the ball and just end the game? That was one thing that was going through my head. And I, I, I'm sure the announcers were saying that, but yet he goes for the quick touchdown 
and he and he lets Indiana come back and score. I mean, well, you know, James Franklin does definitely has some co- coaching gaffes in there for sure. He's done it a few times now, and this was a that was a you know the, the great comeback by Indiana, but but that was a quite a gaffe by him. Yeah, Zach Braziller in the New York Post pointed out that he's had those brain cramps during his time at Penn State. That Franklin has been able to elevate Penn State's program and get them among the very best in the land, oh, great but recruiting. not yet into the elite because of those brain cramps. And yeah, uh, it was pretty obvious. You know, take a knee, take a knee, take a knee. Time runs out. But he gave Indiana some time, and yeah, it was a controversial ending. The two point try. Did you think he got I'm it? Telling you. You know, I do. At first I said, no way. Then I looked as it's slowing down and I'm saying, no way. But then the officials are, or it was pointed out by the announcers that the officials are looking at the point of the ball. I mean, it's crazy. It wasn't a good right. angle to see that the point of right. the ball, it doesn't have to hit the pylon. It's just got to cross the plane. And my guess is that's what they, that's what they saw. So Right. Yeah, that was a wild, wild finish. I mean, how how far can you zoom in to see exactly? I mean, it looks like the fact that he got to the cone and knocked it over uh, was enough. But, uh, you know, so really, I mean, how do you overturn it once you call it like that? I think once you call it on the field, there's just not enough to say, oh, no, it did. he wasn't there. I mean, he just got yeah, it right on that there corner. Wasn't. There was an argument where it could could the ball have gone out first before it, it hit the cone. I don't know, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Matt, I had a lot of ticked off Penn state fans, uh, you know, that night at, at, at the brewery anyway, uh, who well, were really you know ticked In off. some ways, Indiana's win was exactly like Rutgers win. Um, Indiana was out offense, mm-hmm. but they took advantage of Penn state's errors. Mental, yep. the one that you referred to the physical turnovers, missed field goals, it's a game that Indiana probably should not have won. I'm not suggesting that's the case for Rutgers, but both teams took advantage of opponents who gave them some gifts. And so yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Indiana is certainly a better team than Rutgers. They, they did mm-hmm. pretty well last year. They're on the come, but they are not a shoe in to win on Saturday. That's for sure. They have a lot of things they need to work on as well. Well, let's get into it. And first you got to talk about, uh, you know, Michael Penix jr. I mean, this is a guy who's is a dynamic player. I mean, uh, all the tools, he's got a, a nice arm. He can run all over the place. Uh, he's big, uh, a very, very good player. Who's just getting his feet under him. You know, I mean, you know, the talk of Heisman could start at, at some point for this kid because uh, he's probably underrated at this point nationally. I mean, he's a very, very good player, and he's got to scare you from a defensive standpoint. I mean, what could Rutgers do to to, to uh, slow him down? Well, they're going to have to have, excuse me, they're going to have to have their DBs cover their wide receiving core, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's got weapons that he can get to, and then they'll probably have to have a spy on the linebacking side, just following him throughout still won't be easy. Uh, they'll have to get some pressure up from the defensive line and, and make plays fall apart early. So that decisions have to be made quicker. And they'll also listen, you know, the best defense is a good offense. You know, I know they mm-hmm. usually say yeah, the opposite, but 
if the offense can move the ball, if the offense can stay on the field. I mean, that was one of the things that happened on Saturday against Michigan State. Not that there were a ton of enormous, long, time-consuming drives, but how many times in the last four or five years have we seen three and out? So the defense just got run, run roughshod. They're yeah. huffing and puffing on the sideline. Yeah. Here comes the kickoff three plays and a punt and the defense is back out there yeah. on a shorter field because the offense could move the ball. So if the offense can control things similarly to the way they did on Saturday against Michigan state, that will go a long way. Like I said, I don't think Indiana, despite the double digit favorites that they are, are that kind of an overwhelming favorite. And that's the number as we record this on a Wednesday morning, you know, as the betters, the wise guys start to, really look at things toward the end of the week, that number might drop a little bit because I think that reflects that. I think it's 12 points that yeah. that point spread reflects the old Rutgers and the new Indiana, new and improved Indiana. But yeah. I don't know if that number will stay there. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if Rutgers won on Saturday simply for the factors that we've elucidated on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're confident. They'll be prepared. There's no question that, you know, Shiano will knock them off their high hawk course if they actually got on one. It'd be hard to believe that after one game, this downtrodden team with holdovers galore from the past would think that, hey, you know, we've got it. We're back. But nonetheless, he does give them a huge injection of confidence. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll get them grounded. He'll come up with a game plan. He is a good coach. And again, there are really no expectations except for them to be competitive on Saturday. Internally, they want to win. There's no question. As we said last week, it's, there's not a coach who says, let's just have a, let's just have a good effort today. That's not the case at all. Uh, what they have is, you know, on the board, we're going to win. So let's, uh, let's see what they do to get there. But I think the defense will have a spy on Penix. And, and I think the DBs will have to do their job in covering those receivers. And Greg Schiano in his press conference said that he the game plan for their season was to just have a chance in the fourth quarter, put together a game plan that gives them a shot in the fourth quarter, which we've talked about. It's like having that chance in the fourth quarter with the way Rutgers program has been sounds great. Um, and uh, certainly that played out uh, even more so on Saturday where they had the game in hand. Uh, although, you know, they, there were a couple mistakes by Rutgers, by the way, too. I mean, they you know, they, they did have three turnovers. That's not great. And, uh, you know, they missed a couple open field tackles and such. So there were some, 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 certainly some uh, mistakes there. Uh, hey, for them. Bill Rutgers, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he got, he has transfers that have helped and the yeah. is obviously among those, uh, uh, you know, but it's still Rutgers Yeah, yeah. behind almost mm-hmm. every big 10 team in depth and quality. So they're going to have to be coached up. That was one of the things you talked about a lot under the Chris Ash era, the failure to coach them up. Yes. Take what you have and just make them better. Yes. Uh, instead, Rutgers players declined so often that it made you wonder what kind of coaching was going on. And, and then the idea is that Chiano can, in fact, coach these guys up and make them better players, which he's going to have to do back to Indiana's offense, Matt, because it's not just Michael Penix, junior Stevie Scott, big running back two thirty plus 
a bruising running back, and he scorched Rutgers last year. So he is a big concern and a guy that's really tough to bring because he can break tackles and he can move. And so he's a, he's a very good running back. And so that's a, that's a problem too for, uh, uh, for Rutgers to, 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 uh, to stop him. And so they did, they, they have weapons and uh, that's, that's the concern. And then, and then, you know, on defense, you know, they returned, they, they got experience. They've returned some nine starters. I mean, Tom Allen was the defensive coordinator, then became the head coach. So he's a defensive minded guy, but I don't think they're dominant. I think Rutgers can move the ball uh, on that defense though. It's experienced. Uh, I, I think they can still, it's not like it's the iron curtain or anything. I think they can move the ball on them. And uh, I, I think that's important. As you said, Matt, and we talked about last week is staying on the field and getting a few first downs and having success, some success, which is why I keep going back to that opening drive by Rutgers last week and setting that tone and how important that was. I mean, if they did the same old thing where they had, you know, like, as, as John alluded to last week, you know, they line up and have a false start or a quick turnover or something, then you could have very much, very much have a different game uh, last week, instead of them setting the tone, having a, a time eating drive and, and marching down the field, 75 yards, which was huge. I think they can do that against Indiana. That remains to be seen, but they do have Matt. Indiana does have an experienced, um, uh, 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 defense for sure. I mean, again, returning all those starters. Yeah. It, 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 it's a challenge for Rutgers. Uh, you know, there are a lot of areas where they, are on the short end of the stick. So the faith will be in preparation and being advantageous. And you're right. You know, Shiano's teams have always been ball hawking teams. And so uh, Indiana will have to protect the ball. You know, again, it'll be an interesting matchup into Scataway. And I would not say that we didn't expect it because we're still going to school on Shiano 2.0. Mm-hmm. So even if they had lost to Michigan state and let's just say it was a bit of a blowout and it would have been easy to say, would be easy to say, Oh, same old Rutgers. We would be looking for things that they did better and say, that's what they'll build on. So this is, this is a free season, quite frankly, there is nothing they can do that make the that could make the situation worse despite heartbreak that fans may have over losses, if they pile up or the kinds of losses, the losses to certain teams, if they're big blowouts against the big boys. So that would of course be heartbreaking, but wouldn't derail what Rutgers has embarked on. And Saturday's win boosts them down the road a little farther, but if they stumble and fall a number of times this year, it's really going to be kind of a free year. Like Shiano came in, he came in late. He was able to keep some guys around. The transfer portal has helped him. But now as he is in living rooms and kitchens of recruits, he is selling the future and he's able to sell a rosier future based on Saturday's game. See, see what we did. We're going to turn this around sooner than you think. And you can be a part of it. But if they stumble along the way, the message is generally going to be the same. We are going to be better and you can be part of the solution. The sales pitch will be a little easier if they do win more often than they lose. But if not, he's, he's not selling false hope. He's selling the future. He's selling a brighter future for Rutgers. So let's see what happens on Saturday for him to get to that point. Uh, you know, see if they can 
have another victory in their hip pocket or at least an exciting loss, if that makes any sense. And look at it this way. You're going into the season, 21 straight losses to Big Ten opponents. And now check that box because they took care of that. Uh, and on the road as well. Again, just a huge win against Michigan State. To get that, you know, that's that's an ugly streak. Get rid of that. That losing streak was terrible. Okay, that's in our, our rear view window. Now let's uh, move forward uh, to Indiana. And I agree with you. It's it, it, Listen, and Indiana's a very good team. They're ranked 17th in the country now with that upset over uh over Penn state. So they're a very good team, a lot of weapons. So again, we're back to that where there can't be a ton of expectation. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to have to just play their game. Let's see what kind of um, plan we're talking about such a great debut by uh, Greg Schiano, but also Sean Gleason, Matt, who, who, you know, engineered a drive at the beginning of the game. I mean, he had a game plan ready to go clearly and um, and we saw a, an offense that had ability that w- that was not because com- we what we've seen previous is complete inept offenses. So Sean Gleason has brought to us the, a, a possibility of being able to hold on to the ball, move the ball, which changes the dynamic of the game right there. So I'll go back to what Shiano said in his, his press conference. Take it to the fourth quarter and have a shot. And maybe that'll be the case. But you know what? Again. Indiana's a very good team. It's the reason the Red uh, Rutgers is 12 point underdogs in this game. They're, 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 listen, Tom Allen's done a great job. And we're all talking, everybody's talking about the rise of Indiana uh, in, in the Big Ten. And there they go. They knock off Penn State. So here we go. But it makes it exciting, doesn't it? So the possibility of, okay, let's see what Rutgers has here after a big upset of, uh, of Michigan State. Let's see what they have here. So there's going to, I'll tell you this, Matt, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this game. More so because it's not those same old, same old with Rutgers. Let's see. Let, let's see how good Indiana is and just what is, is Rutgers real or not. Well, I think will be the narrative going into this game by a, a, a lot of Big Ten uh, fans for sure. Uh, do you think that's the case? Oh, no doubt. I mean, everyone was you know peering from behind the curtain last week. Let's just see what this Chiano's got in a second go round. And I think most people said it would be better and will be. There's no question. I don't know that they'll ever really challenge for a Big Ten championship. It's just the reality mm-hmm. of the Eastern Division. But the fact of the matter is, people were kind of you know, taking a little bit of a look, let me see. Now that win opened up some eyes. Yep. So there'll be more people interested to see. Like, hmm, uh, is this uh, something that we have to concern ourselves with this year if you're an opponent? And secondly, you know, the, the, the fan base of the Big Ten looking around and saying, hey, is it possible that, you know, we've we've got another team that uh, has is going to give us fits? You know, it's not the doormat. You know, that, that, that'll be Maryland's position. Uh, although I don't know that Rutgers has left Maryland that far behind at this point, but Maryland looked terrible on Saturday. They did. And Michigan looked awfully good, too. So there's a, there's a very... Uh... Very interesting road ahead for Rutgers, and uh, let's have fun this season, right, Matt? I mean, la- the last couple of years, it's been like just it's just been a rough go, and uh, hopefully, um, Rutgers can come out and 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 stay in this one early, and uh, and maybe we can see. And we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about this team. I mean, again, last week we were like we don't know anything. Now we saw a team that was prepared and ready to go. Let's see if they're gonna be prepared and ready to go, and if they can take on a team that's let's face it, is considerably better than Michigan State. 
So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it all goes down. It's uh, kickoff is at three thirty on the uh, BTN, and uh, very excited about another a big win for Rutgers. And let's see what they can do against Indiana. This is the RU review. We're here every week covering Rutgers football. We will get the guests rolling out too. We'll get the guys from NJ.com. We got Eric Legrand ready to go as well. So we will have uh, guests on the show uh, moving forward. You can check us out on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on SoundCloud. You know, we're on the uh, social media handles, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, So check us out there. Also our site, uh, moresportsnow.com. We cover New York and New Jersey sports. And we will catch you all next week. Steve Titchener for Matt Lachlan. Bye-bye.